Hey, welcome to TBT's podcast. I'm Dan Friel. On this edition, Josh Brown has a great interview with Alex Newman, the GM of United, the Rutgers alumni team, which will be playing in the Jamboree in Philadelphia on June 17th and 18th. If you don't know what the Jamboree is, it's our play-in event. First time we're ever going to allow teams to actually earn their way into TBT on the court. Slots are still available for the Jamboree, so if you're inclined to think about that yourself, check out jamboree.thetournament.com. Remember, the TBT's application period ends on June 1st, so if you're one of the teams that's trying to compete to get into TBT, make sure you're in that top nine as of June 1st. Also, remember that you can subscribe to TBT's podcast on Apple Podcasts. Make sure that you tell all your friends and family about it as well. Hit that little share button and spread the word about TBT so that all your friends and family know as much about TBT as you do. If you want to know even more about TBT, we're all over social media. On Twitter, we're at the tournament. On Facebook, we're at facebook.com backslash the tournament. On Instagram, we're the dot tournament. And sometimes you'll even find us on Snapchat, the tournament as well. Tickets for TBT are on sale, both for the Jamboree as well as for all the regional rounds and even the Super 16 and the semifinals and championship. Check out tickets on the tournament.com at the top. You'll also be able to find TBT this summer everywhere on ESPN. All the regional round games as well as the Jamboree will stream on the Watch ESPN app. And then once we get to the round of 16 and on from that point, you'll see all of TBT's games live on ESPN or ESPN2. Make sure you check those listings as they get published. All right. Thanks again for listening to TBT's podcast. And let's get to that interview now that Josh has with Alex Newman. Welcoming in now to the TBT podcast, Alex Newman, the GM of United. They are applying to play in the Northeast region and actually uh, have made some pretty big news over the last couple of days. Alex, thank you for being here. No problem. Happy to be here. Well, obviously, the the big news for you guys is that United, the Rutgers alumni team, has decided to enter the TBT Jamboree, which will take place this June down in Philadelphia. It's actually over Father's Day weekend, um, and obviously, uh, one of the new kind of facets of TBT. How did you guys decide that you want to enter the Jamboree? Yeah, so we're really excited. Um We've been having a little bit of difficulty getting uh, the fan vote, and the Jamboree caught our eye in the beginning of the process. Um, and we actually love the idea of the Elam ending, and we think that it's great that uh, the NBA and a lot of there's going to be a lot of coverage surrounding it because it's such a new and interesting idea. Um, so that was definitely one component. And we also know that we're going to have a lot of fans at the games because we're local. Um, and we look at that as a huge advantage, um, with the Jamboree being in Philly. And we just think, we just think it's a great opportunity. We liked it. It's a new aspect of the tournament and we're, we're happy to kind of be one of the bigger teams that'll be in the Jamboree. Absolutely. The Jamboree actually June 17th to 18th at Philadelphia University, the original home of TBT again, June 17th to 18th. And you mentioned there, that's something I didn't even think about with the home crowd advantage. How much of a factor did that play in? You mentioned how you guys maybe, you know, the Northeast is a very tough region in terms of getting the fan votes. A lot of teams, I think four or five teams already up in the thousand vote mark. But how big of a factor was that knowing that, uh, you know, you know, Rutgers to Philadelphia, not that far of a journey you might get a good crowd there did that play a pretty big factor into it yeah it absolutely did so we considered um looking at other regions just because we know how competitive the northeast is um but we've had tons of people reach out to us and say that they're going to come to the games they're going to come to the jamboree so we even if our players kind of have to travel a little farther to get to philly because some of our players are are outside of the jersey new york area um we think it's going to be a huge advantage for us, and we're really excited to see the fans.
fans that come to the Rutgers basketball games also come to this. Absolutely. And you, you actually mentioned, too, the Elam ending, which is a new component. I'll summarize it really quickly. Uh, TBT received an email from a member of the Mensa Club, Nick Elam. And, you know, this is something that he's been tracking for uh, years and years now, where uh, basically to, to speed up the final couple minutes of a game, the, sh- the clock will turn off at the four minute mark uh, and say United is leading a team by uh, a score of 85 to 72. You take that 85 because they're the winning team. You add 7 to it, so then the target score becomes 92, and the first team to 92 wins the game. Uh, and basically that avo- you know avoids all the late-game fouling and all that. So that will be taking place June 17th to 18th at the Jamboree. What was your reaction when you heard that, you know, that kind of... Um, that that new rule implemented. What do you think of it? What's your kind of reaction to that rule? So I love the idea. Um, nobody likes watching people fouling the last three, two, three minutes of an NBA game. And I think this is a, a perfect platform to kind of try it out. Like it, obviously it, it, at first it seems a little extreme for the NBA to go in this direction. Um, I think this is perfect for it. Uh, I think it's a great idea. I like to, the four minute aspect, because that's kind of when people will start to look uh, to start fouling. Um, it also changes the strategy completely. So, like, it, we're going to have to. It, this is something that we're going to discuss going into the games. Um, we love it. We think it's a great idea, and part of the reason why we wanted to play in the jamboree. Yeah, I was going to ask what are the what were the players' reactions because um, I feel like. Um, you know, people who maybe, you know, like myself, you know, I didn't play at a D1 level, so it sounds great to me to speed up the game, but, you know, the players are used to playing one way, really, their whole life, where, you know, that's what you do, you foul when you're down late in a game, especially with the kind of money on the line in TBT, so what was their reaction to it? Yeah, there's so there's definitely some confusion with it at first, um, and it took an explanation to all of them, um, but they... They also think it's a great idea because they don't enjoy shooting free throws either. Like they want to play. It, it ruins the flow of the game when teams start fouling. And like, it, it's kind of like it, it's the cool part about it is like there's a game winning basket no yeah. matter what. Like it's no, even, there's no time. It's essentially a buzzer beater. Like you're, you're guaranteed a buzzer beater in it, which they think is kind of a cool concept to it. Definitely. And well, I guess kind of, um, you know, not only does it give you a chance to run, you know, late game play scenarios, all that, even if you're up by a good margin or down by a good margin, but um, the Jamboree also gives you guys, if you guys can come away, win your two games and advance into the field of 64, you already have those two games playing together. And whereas, you know, the teams that you're going to play in the Northeast, you know, maybe they play together outside of TBT or maybe they played together last year in TBT, depending on how the bracket shakes up. But, um, you know, they, they haven't played together in TBT yet that year. Do you think those two games of experience will also be kind of a, 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 a positive factor to it and something that you guys can carry over if you advance into the field of uh, 64? Yes, absolutely. Um, some of our players played together in college, um, but the majority of them have not. So we definitely think that'll be crucial um, just to have the chemistry and kind of the flow of the offense and moving forward into the tournament. Definitely. And obviously, United um, will look to advance out of that TBT Jamboree June 17th to 18th at Philadelphia University. Um, so you actually, you're a recent Rutgers graduate. Um, or did you guys have your graduation yet? Yes, we graduated on Sunday. 
Oh, uh, congratulations, Ed. So you guys, uh, obviously the class of 2017, and you have served as the manager of Rutgers Basketball. Take us through that experience. I've always found um, that that is such a unique job, um, you, you know, serving as a manager of a, a Division One college basketball team. So what was your time like, uh, you know, in that position? Yeah, so me and uh, Matt Johnson, who's the other one uh, who's put together this team, we served as managers for four years. Um, and it, we loved it. We both want to get into basketball, um, now, which is part of the reason why we did it. Um, so we love just being around the team every day, um, being at practices, being in the office, going to the traveling on the road was an unbelievable experience that a lot of people don't get to say they did. That was, uh, probably the best part about it is just being able to go to all these different schools and, um, meeting different managers from other schools was a, also a huge part of it. Um, but just being around the team every day uh, was great. And uh, we actually were part of two different staffs, which was unique. Um, and we l- just got to learn so much from the first staff, who was more kind of uh, NBA-oriented. And then we went to a second staff. Um, and it was just great to meet all these people and to be able to network and stuff like that. Yeah, we actually, uh, TBT's Jake Pavorsky, a manager at Temple. Um, and it's kind of, it seems like a, a, a close knit kind of family, um, you know, with not only, you know, within the team, but really within the other managers across the other schools and everything like that. What was your favorite, uh, you know, road trip or your favorite arena to visit? Um, so we went to, uh, my first year, we weren't in the Big Ten, so it was a little bit different. But being in the Big Ten kind of just opened up all these different schools. Um, Michigan and Michigan State are definitely high on my list. Um, but Assembly Hall was incredible, and that is by far the best arena I've ever been in. It's it's surreal just walking into that place for the first time. It was unbelievable. Yeah, especially when uh, you know in the Big Ten, really uh, kind of historic arenas. I was actually at Michigan State uh, just in – December, January, and uh, really nice arena. So a lot of them there. Uh, I think a lot of people might not know too much about the Rutgers program. I mean, when I think Rutgers as a Patriots fan, I think Rutgers football because we take all our players from Rutgers. Um, but I think in general, people don't, you know, they think of it more as a football school. How big is basketball at Rutgers? What's the kind of basketball culture like there? So it's moving in the right direction. Uh, we just had a new staff with Coach Peichel coming over from Stony Brook and bringing in a totally new staff. And most of the the roster is new as well. Um, we haven't been uh, where we wanted to be since we the last time we made a postseason was in 2004. We went to the NIT. Um, so it's been a rough stretch recently. However, this past season, there was tons of excitement. Uh, we won. We doubled our win total from the year before. We won a game in the Big Ten tournament for the first time in school history. Um, and the, the rack was back to what it used to be 10, 15 years ago. So, like, I've grown up a Rutgers fan since I was a, a kid. Um, and I remember going to the and beating these ranked teams at home and competing every single game. And we kind of went away from that recently. And then this past season, we competed every single game. We were in every game. Um, and it's great. So this season, uh, being a student and the popularity just grew so much this past year than the first three years I was at school, the student engagement, the fans, everything about it. Um, 
So we are definitely moving in the right direction. One thing that uh, Scooney Penn, the coach of the Ohio State alumni team, Scarlett and Gray, mentioned was how Ohio State has also been you know, they've had been in a little bit of a down period the last couple of years. And he thought that if, you know, the Scarlet and Gray can make a run in TBT and get some of the more notable alumni on TV, um, you know, on national TV in the middle of the summer and, you know, um, really kind of get some of the, the, you know, have the team have success on national television. He thought that that aspect of TBT could really help Ohio State, the program. Do you think if Rutgers makes, you know, uh, your United makes a, a good run here in TBT, that that could maybe help the program out showing on TV that, you know, they're winning, they're having success, you know, alumni are enjoying playing with each other. Do you think that could help you guys out? Yes, we definitely think it'd be beneficial. So just guys like Miles Mack and Kadeem Jack, who are more of the more recent popular players that we've had at Rutgers, um, we definitely think it can help. Um, a lot of these guys on our team are very popular, and they're the more the better players we've had in the recent years. Um, but yeah, we definitely think it could be beneficial. We think the, the fans are already excited about it. So to be able to watch them, uh, on TV and to be able to come to the games, we definitely think it'll add a little bit of buzz for the program. Definitely. And you, you mentioned too, uh, Stony Brook and how, um, the new, um, you know, obviously the coaching transition at Rutgers. And is that how you guys came up with? I believe you have three or four Stony Brook, Stony Brook players on the roster. Is that how they kind of came into the mix? Yes. Yeah, so, uh, Coach Pikel came over from Stony Brook. Um, so, and then he brought uh, a couple of his assistants that, from there. So, uh, Brian Dewar, who's actually the Rutgers, uh, director of operations is going to be a player coach for us. Um, and he was, when he graduated from Stony Brook, he was the all time leading scorer. And then we have two of his teammates that he played with who, uh, have been playing overseas for a few years. So yeah, we kind of used the Stony Brook connection to uh, bring them onto our team. I was going to ask about the coaching because you have uh, Matt Johnson coaching, who was a fellow manager at Rutgers, but um, he's your only coach listed right now. So you guys are deciding to go a little bit of the, uh, unless you're going to add a coach, uh, another coach, going more of the player coach route. Um, what what kind of went into that decision? And did you guys ever consider maybe bringing, um, I don't know, a, 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 a longtime assistant or something on the staff like that? Or how do you guys, you know, planning on going about the coaching situation? Yeah, so Brian Dewar is going to be our head coach, our main head coach, um, and he can also is going to potentially play. Um, and we're also looking at bringing in uh, maybe another assistant to help us if Brian does end up playing. Um, so, yeah, so we're looking at bringing in another assistant coach, possibly from Rutgers or elsewhere. And the player coach has certainly worked in TBT. Uh, Joey Rodriguez comes to mind on that Ram Nation VCU alumni team. He was a player coach, and they obviously had a very good run, and there's been a couple of others over the years. So if you guys go that route, it certainly uh, worked out four teams as well. Uh, you guys brought on also a very special booster in Ellick, uh, Eric. Excuse me, Eric Legrand. How did that come about, and what's it mean to have him affiliated with the team? Yeah, it's awesome. So he's kind of a guy that uh, everyone has rallied around, especially the Rutgers fans. But he's like everyone loves him, and people really like what he's doing. Um, so I just reached out to him, and he is so passionate about the school still, um, and he wants to get involved with anything having to do with Rutgers. Um, so he was really excited about it, and he just thinks he he knows about the tournament. He thinks it's a really cool concept. 
Um, so he was really excited about it when we asked him about it, and he uh, is looking forward to watching us play. Yeah, I was definitely thrilled when we got that uh, uh, that you know registration video in and added him to the site. Uh, who's one player on your team who we should be watching out for this summer? Again, if someone doesn't know anything about Stony Brook or Rutgers basketball, who should we be watching out for? Um, I think Miles is going to be crucial for us. He just played his first year in uh, Denmark and had an unbelievable season. He made the first team in the in the uh, the league. And his team uh, went to the finals. He is one of the better players and probably the most popular player at Rutgers in the last 10, 15 years. Um, He's top five in steals at at Rutgers. He's in the top 10 in scoring. Um, And the Rutgers fans know him. And I think that he sort of had, he was a highly recruited player going into college. So I think people know about him. Um, I think he's going to be great for this tournament. He is, uh, a great point guard. He's going to be able to move the ball. He's a great shooter. Um, I think he is crucial for our success in this tournament. He's kind of got the Isaiah Thomas thing going on at five foot nine. Yes, he does. It's, it's definitely very similar. Yeah, uh, that was interesting. I was watching some of his uh, clips on YouTube, and uh, he's a very talented player. How about C.J. Geddes? He's a guy, I'm kind of biased because I'm a Northeastern guy, Northeastern University up in Boston, and he played in the CAA with UNC Wilmington for three years. But I think he's a really good player, especially at seven foot one. He can give you guys a lot inside. You know, it's tough to get seven footers no matter, uh, you know, where you are nowadays. But to have a guy like him in TBT, I think will be big for you guys, too. What do you think about him? Yeah, CJ was great for us this year. He was obviously only a Rutgers for one season, and the way that his he was able to rally the fans was crazy for someone being at Rutgers for just a year. Um, yeah, whenever you can get a seven footer, you take a seven footer. Yeah, um, he's he he has great touch around the rim. Uh, he's got a nice mid range jumper, and he's going to rebound the ball no other. Um, we definitely he's definitely an X factor. Um, we think he's going to be huge for us in this tournament. Um, and he's, I, he can defend anyone as well. Um, yeah, he's going to be great for us. Yeah, his defense, he was uh, a very good shot blocker when he played at UNCW, and hopefully bringing that into TBT. I don't want to keep you too long. I know you're actually heading away on vacation later today, but just real quick, when you were putting this team together, uh, I guess how much did you know about TBT before? It was, you know, had you watched the tournament before? Had Or, you know, did someone else on the tournament watch? Like, how initially did the idea decide to come together, and how much did you know about TBT heading into it? So last year, me and Matt actually attempted to put a team together, um, and it didn't end up working out. We had a couple guys that said they wanted to play, but we didn't. It didn't really end up working out. But it helped us to learn kind of the process, and like we paid attention to it last year. Like we watched all the games, and we loved it. And we saw all the alumni teams and all the fo- the, the the big fan following they had. And we thought, wow, that'd be really cool to put together a Rutgers alumni team with some of the guys that we've had recently. Um, so we started working at it a little bit earlier this year um, because we knew what the process entailed and it ended up coming together. And um, the, all the guys we have are really excited about it. They're all so passionate about Rutgers and, and the Stony Brook guys are really, really excited for it too. Um, yeah. So we're just happy that we were able to put it together and it looks like the, uh, we, we love to see how, the field has grown. Like we love seeing Ohio state in there. And uh, 
Syracuse and all these teams that Rutgers has played in the past. So that's another cool aspect of it. Definitely. And obviously the rivalry aspect, a big uh, college alumni component in TBT. Uh, I don't know if you watched TDT any of the last couple of years, but if you did, do you have a team, uh, obviously other than you guys, when you guys play in the Jamboree June 17th to 18th at Philly U, do you have a team that you enjoyed watching, playing, or just looking at the field that you think um, would be kind of, not a tough matchup, but you know, a team you would enjoy watching other than yourself? Um I love watching Bayham's Army just because I, when I was younger, like I was, I grew up watching these guys in the Big East. Um, and then also Villanova is another team that I, uh, being from the Philly area, I was always a Villanova fan. I always rooted for them in the tournament. Uh, Scotty Reynolds is one of my favorite players uh, when I was younger. So being able to watch him is very cool. And I would love for us to run into them in the Northeast. I think it would be a great matchup and it would be extremely exciting. Yeah, they actually, Scotty Reynolds had an unfortunate situation where he got injured in the middle of Supernova's first game last year and then they had to play with four players and they ended up losing that game. Um, but they are certainly edging for a comeback. So I know that would be a great matchup if you guys uh, ended up uh, going against them. I know you guys are in the Jamboree now, so... Um, Fan votes aren't all that important to you guys getting into TBT, but uh, still, if the fans vote for you uh, and you guys end up winning the money, they end up obviously winning two twenty thousand dollars go right back to the fans. So anyone listening right now, why should they go vote for United? Uh, we think we have a we are one of the better teams in this tournament. We are going to be one of the more exciting teams. We think we can compete with everybody. Um, our roster is, it has guys that have experience. It has younger guys, uh, like CJ just coming out of college. And then we have just added Jerome Coleman, who played overseas for over 10 years. Um, we think that this is a team that can legitimately win this tournament. Absolutely. And we will find out very soon, uh, obviously competing in the TBT Jamboree. Alex Newman, the GM of United. Thank you so much for joining and we will see you soon down at Philly U. Thank you for having me.